Welcome back to America's Commercial Real Estate Show. I'm Michael Bull. The excitement is brought to you by BuyProxy.com. That's B-I-P-R-O-X-I. It's a new website for listing properties so buyers and tenants can go look and people can put their properties on there. There's no charge. Then for a charge, there's some marketing. Check it out, BuyProxy.com. Well, today we're talking about associations that matter. And one of the things that really matter to people in the commercial real estate world are construction costs and the cost of labor, uh, labor and skilled workers. It's really impacting uh, the supply and demand in our market. It's impacting the timing on construction projects. It's impacting build out. Well, please welcome my next guest. is Don Wyatt, and he's CEO, and Boyd Warsham, he's president, and they're with the National Center for Construction Education and Research Center. Uh, gentlemen, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Michael. We're, we're happy to be with you. Thank and you, if, Michael. And if you're listening to this and you're not driving down the road, you want to check out their website while we're talking. It's N, as in Nancy, N-C-C-E-R dot org. Uh, gentlemen, if you will, kind of briefly, tell us about your organization. What do you guys do? Well, NCCR is a not-for-profit 501c3 educational foundation created to develop standardized craft curriculum assessments, credentials, and certifications for the construction industry. Uh, we, we accredit organizations to offer our programs through a process <clears throat> that allows us to verify they have the necessary resources to train and assess individuals based on a set of standards accepted by our industry. Uh, this includes a train-to-trainer program whereby organizations can send a representative to learn how to implement NCCER's programs and utilize our instructor certification process. Uh, this system of standardization allows individuals in the construction industry to build transcripts uh, like those in higher education or they would get from their universities and receive portable industry-recognized credentials and certifications, which is really, really important today. And this is all tracked through our registry database that also provides easy ways for employers to verify those credentials. Uh, to maintain the integrity and quality of our programs, NCCR oversees our accredited organization and ensures that they are offering our programs to the standards required. Through our program, we provide curricula in over 70 different craft areas and a complete series of assessments offered in over 5,000 NCCR accredited training and assessment locations across the U.S. And our programs are also offered in multiple countries throughout the world. Uh, we also have initiatives for recruitment uh, and industry image enhancement. That includes providing veterans with NCCR credentials for the training they received while they were in the military. So how long has this organization uh, been around? Uh, we, we became official in, in 1996, so a little over 20 years. Okay. And how many, uh, so you have uh, members, right? How many members do you have? Well, we don't really have members. Okay. We have the organizations who come to us for uh, the workforce development resources, those who apply, become accredited, and then start providing the training to their workforce, and then we provide them the credentials. I see. So, I mean, there's been, it seems like there's been a real need for more con skilled construction workers. So, uh, have you guys seen this really ramp up over recent years? Are you guys just super busy these days? 
Well, we, we've always been busy over our 20 years, but yes, today you know, we're seeing right now there's a shortage of 500,000 workers uh, who could be employed today. And if you look down the road just a short distance by 2020, uh, we're looking at the need for somewhere in the neighborhood of a million to two million workers. Wow, you know, and it seems like, you know, when you talk to young people today, it seems like a lot of them are being told that, oh, you got to go to college and you got to get this degree. And I don't know if they really realize the high income that a lot of these pe people in construction really make a lot of money. I don't, do you think that's part of the challenge why we don't have enough people getting into construction? Well, that, that is part of the equation. Everybody's been told for a lot of years that the only path to success is a four-year degree, and we, we know that that's not true. And, and, and we like to think today of it as a pathway um, where, you know, think about if you wanted to become an electrical engineer, what a better way to start than becoming an electrician and working in that occupation and then progressing through that career pathway till you end up with that degree in electrical engineering. And what kind of time frames uh, do some of these training programs range? Well, if you look at um, our, our apprenticeship programs or our work and learn models, as they're referred to today, um, it can take anywhere from one to four years to get through the training. Now, from that, if you want to become you know, a, a really competent journeyman, there's probably another three to five years after training to get you there, and then to become a true seasoned professional, you probably have another three to five years on top of that. So somewhere between eight and 12 years to really get from entry level to seasoned professional. Yeah, I and mean, I guess it seems like when I think of construction, I think of, you know, mentors and I think of the father teaching the son. And, uh, you know, is, I guess, is there still a lot of that? How, how is the training out of changing? Well, Michael, this is Boyd Worsham, and I, I come from a contractor background, 38 years with a single contractor from the time I walked out of a, a carpentry program in a, in a local high school in my area. And, um, you know, and there are a lot of people that get into the industry because they had family in it, um, you know, or, or had some other relation, relative connection, something that got them into the industry. Um, and, and we see that, but those aren't big numbers. We have to find other other ways to to pull young talent and attract young talent to the to the skilled trades to the skilled crafts we actually call them craft professionals and we think that's a great great term for those those um, trades craftsmen if you will but um, but some come through the kind of the, the the family lineage and and all that but a lot of them go through you know career and technical education programs um, or go to work for a contractor and then, you know, implement our training and, and, and stay in the profession and move through through the, the career progression, if you will. Um, just backing up a second to something you said, you know, the money is, is very good in our industry, but what we find is that that's not all the, the, the younger generation thinks about. You know, I started in this business, like I said, a long time ago, 38 years ago, and I got to admit, money was a big, a huge driver. <laughs> And it's been a driver in my career, as, as it has in most people of my generation. But I can tell you, recruiting young people in, and I have two, two young adult sons, um, and they're not as driven. Not, I don't think they're, that, that generation is, is as consistently driven by earning potential as, as I was. You know? So I think we, you know, we have to appeal to them on 
the, they like projects. You know, they're used to working on projects. They're, they want to do things that are that are good for their towns, good for their their you know the communities in which they grow or live in or or, or have grown up in. So. You know, we have to appeal to them in many ways uh, nowadays. They're they're a little wiser than we were, just just dollar focused, and, so, and we're um, developing tools and and products to 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 reach them through those other other um, drivers that they have in their their generation. So, Boyd, when your children get off your family jet, uh, Boyd, uh-huh. uh, you're telling me they they don't care that much about making money. Well, they 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 don't. You know, it's funny, Michael. They don't. They don't see the need for it at the young age that I did. You know what I mean? And maybe, you know, maybe it's just that, I mean, they want to they want to do things. When I appeal to talk to my children about construction, they want to know what can they build? What difference can that make right. in society? Right. You know, they talk, um, you know, talk about, you know, building a hospital or building some kind of a facility that's for the betterment of, of of, of people, you know, so it's just a different, there's different drivers now with the younger generation, I think. Yeah, I get it. My, my daughter's graduating from UGA right now with a degree in environmental economics, and somebody asked me, what's she going to do? And I said, well, I think she's going to save the world, is what I understand. I think so. <laughs> yeah. And so, some of them will, thank goodness we have right. them. But, that's right. So we're trying to adjust our message um, a little broader, and then just saying, you know, you, you know you're, you're going to make a lot of money. I think they to some degree, they, they think there's a lot of good jobs out there that pay a lot. We have to figure out what makes ours equal to or more appealing than just, just the making money piece. So. so what is the age of your students? Do you have students, uh, people taking your classes and training that are kind of all age groups? Do so some of them start even at older ages? Well, <clears throat> one of the things that's a little bit distressing is, is you would think that the, the bulk of our trainees are, you know, the, the 18... 17-year-olds, but the reality is the average age of a trainee in our industry is 27 years old. Mm-hmm. And what that means is they've, they've gone to, on average, two to three other industries before they found ours. Yeah, that's interesting. And I was, I was on your uh, website there, nccer.org, and I saw one of your blogs had some salary ranges of some of these these skilled construction workers, and uh, you know it's it's uh, it's pretty impressive. So, uh, you know, yep. the, it, you know it's a good profession for folks to get into. Well, as Boyd says, uh, you know, we have great wages in our industry, great careers in our industry, and and the other thing that we have that <clears throat> most industries do not have is you can start as a carpenter and end up owning your own business. Right. And there's not a lot of industries that, that offer that. Yeah. Career progression is, is, is definitely a, a um, strong selling point of our industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the other thing I think that we, that we need to recognize, Michael, is, and a lot, of your, a lot of your listeners will relate to this, you know, people think of construction in a very isolated, individual way, but the construction industry is when you include the supplier and manufacturing network around it, it's the largest industry in the United States, I, I do believe, if not very close to that. And, and it's the business of construction that matters. We, we build all those facilities, and we have that huge business that goes behind that. So all those craft professionals, all those superintendents, project managers out there delivering these projects, I mean, you have to think about the complexity of that business that goes behind it from doing the the site search to, you know, designing the project to executing the work, 
And it's a very complex system to put together these facilities that, that your listeners, you know, buy and sell every day. So it's, um, the, you know, the business of construction is, is really what, what we participate in. Yeah, and I think a lot of our listeners and viewers, too, uh, you know, have, uh, you, you obviously use a lot of construction companies, and, but they also have a lot of in-house people and uh, may need some education. So what would you leave our audience with, gentlemen, related to uh, NCCER.org? Well, let me first, you know, talk just for a second about why they should care about workforce and developing workforce. You know, this year, 2019, the last of the baby boomer generation turns 55. And if you look statistically, that means in 10 years, uh, when they turn 65, they're out of the workforce. But the reality is um, most of our craft professionals are going to be leaving our industry within the next five years well before that that 65 year age um and right now that baby boomer generation represents 20 to 30 percent of our workforce so we're about to lose an entire generation and these are arguably our best most experienced workers so it's a real critical issue and with all the needs we have in this country with infrastructure rebuild and those kind of things having those skilled workers to build our work is critically important, and if we don't address the issue, um, we're going to be in trouble. And that's what NCCR provides is those resources to help them recruit and develop their workforce. Well said, and that is what we need. And gentlemen, thank you for doing what you do, and thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Michael. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right, thank you, and uh, thank you for joining us around the country, around the world. Let us know what you think, comment, and please connect with us on Facebook and LinkedIn and, and Twitter. Until next week, be sure that you always lead, learn, and laugh, and join us for America's Commercial Real Estate Show. America's Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by Bull Realty. For customized asset and occupancy solutions, visit BullRealty.com. Commercial Agent Success Strategies, incredible training for commercial agents. Visit CommercialAgentSuccess.com. Bomi International, for facilities and property management education, visit Bomi.org. BuyProxy.com, your global commercial real estate listing service. Visit BuyProxy.com. Red IQ. Turning multifamily data into actionable intelligence. Visit RedIQ.com.